All right, guys, we are back. The Icebox podcast uh, with 412 Sports Cards and Icy Ice Cards. We are back with episode nine. We're almost to double digits. So, um, yeah, we're pretty excited about that. Um, we've got a couple things coming at you today. We're going to talk about an Indiana show, which I did not attend, but um, Robbie did here. And so he's going to give a little breakdown of that. And then we also are going to talk about the PWCC auction and then possibly a little bit of red jumpsuit Zion Williamson <laughs> if we get the time. So, yeah, how uh, – yeah, let's talk about the show on, uh, I believe, last Saturday, right? Yeah. I'm, yeah, went to a show, my uh, second ever – well, I, second ever card show, we'll say. Uh, it was not um, – what you would typically define as a uh, thriving show. It had all the markings of a, of a thriving show, but it, it worked out. It worked out pretty well. So it was uh, as suspiciously uh, advertised uh, as $1, uh, everything $1. And you may be thinking those of you who've gone to a show or seen a video of a card show, uh, how could that be possible with the stuff that is uh, typically there? Well, I, uh, Matt and I were talking and he was like, well, I would definitely go. And I uh, ventured on off down the road and it was at, it was at a hotel in a nice big room. Like it was a nice facility. It was very nice. And I got there and it was two vendors only, but granted they had like a lot of tables, like these two vendors together had 20 tables, maybe like there was like a lot of space, okay. like they had a large ballroom. And then they told me, uh, how there would be a lot more tables at, at future shows, which honestly I would definitely go back because it was a good, it was, there were not that many people like as was to be expected, but it, it was good. Like a dollar for everything. It turned out that the people only brought dollar cards. It was literally a show only of dollar bins, which honestly I, I came with too much money. Uh, for that because I was thinking maybe I would be uh, <laughs> buying because I was looking to buy in the uh, I don't know 10, 20 to 50 dollar cards 10 to 40 dollar cards buy stuff in there that I could get on the cheap because that stuff just moves so so easily and you can get like good right. deals on it that's kind of what I learned from the last one I went I went to that's where I kind of wanted to be because that was the stuff that moved for me but honestly this worked out well I bought 50 cards 50 bucks and we're already recovered our $50 and we have a nice stack of like 35 cards. No, maybe not 35, 30 cards still left. So all in all, and a success. I'm excited to go to more shows, but yeah, I, I, I don't know when the next one is, but I would go back. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the, at least what I got as far as like the conclusion is if you're 20 minutes away, then it's worth it. If you're anything more than that, then it might not be. Like, I I don't think you would necessarily recommend me taking the three-hour trek down there. Uh, no, no, no. That would be a waste <laughs> of your money and your time. No, because yeah. you can only buy so much. Like, I got – I was the first one in attendance. It opened at 9. I was there right at 9. And I, like, rolled up, went on in. And they're like, oh, hello, because, you know, I was the first one to show up. So I got the first picks through like everything. And some guys showed up like these older guys showed up later, started digging. And 
I, I got the best picks and like, I don't know how much more, like I could have dug a little bit more if I wanted to spend more time, but there's only so much stuff you can buy. Like, you know what I mean? To make it worth your while. It's not like there was enough for you to go and buy 300 cards or 500 cards. And then, you know, I think I could three X my 50 bucks and make 150. It's not like you can make 1500 out of your $500. Cause I don't know if you could find more than 50 or a hundred of stuff that you wanted. Right. It's not, not yeah, worth it. It is a very interesting concept for a show. I do feel like there may be a little bit of uh, false advertising at times, if I dare say that. But <laughs> wow. it's, well, it what, may, like... what might give you that impression? Not, not things that mention that it, a whole, everything, the entire collection was being sold for a dollar. Not that, right? Yeah. And I, uh, It'll be interesting uh, to see when, yeah, I don't like, you know, he decided we don't know when the next show is, but he did make a very specific promise to you when you walked out the door or a guarantee. I of, was a, uh, it was a guarantee. It was a promise. How many tables? It was a promise the next time there would be 200 tables at this show and it would be in the same location uh i don't know if that will happen honestly if it was 50 tables it'd be great but 200 seemed a little optimistic but you know he does have a fancy sign and he what he did have signs out on the highway i will add direct that said card show with arrows Mm -hmm. so he had taken the time to do this which i was impressed i was impressed i think he's ambitious Uh, i don't know if he'll get he said he was going to get 200 tables by giving the tables away for free see if i don't know but i i will say i would go uh again i i i is was it necessarily uh advertised the most transparently uh no but hey i did well and there were the people that were there had good prices on their cards and that's what matters the most right so like I mean, we, we like to joke. We've had a lot of fun joking around about this show. Uh, but in all seriousness, it was pretty decent. So I, I would go back. I, I'm kind of excited about going to more shows. Yeah, I mean, like, really what it comes down to is you spent about an hour there. And you're going to spend, what, probably like an hour listing stuff, maybe? Yeah, it took me a little longer than that. It, I, yeah, I, I mean, mean I... Like an- like at, maybe like two hours between two listing hours. and packaging or something. Yeah, and sure. You're gonna have three times your money. I can't complain about that, really. Like, no, I yeah, can't. And plus, I have fun doing this stuff. Like, I don't know right, about yeah. you, but digging through the bins is fun. Also, like coming back with cards. Some of these cards, you know, when you're buying dollar cards, it's not like you're going, "Yep, I'm gonna be checking the eBay comps on that one before I buy yeah. it." You just kind of go off the intuition, intuition of you know, like. I, for example, there was like a random Gypsy Queen 2021 autograph for like baseball card. It was a random autograph. And I was like, it was a dollar. And I was thinking, well, I mean, it was last year's product. Like, I don't even know who this guy is. Like, I didn't follow the rookie class that that close to baseball last year. No idea who he is. But hey, we'll take a flyer on it. Like, and, you know, and then I sold it for five dollars. But like, sometimes, you know, you're like, maybe this is going to be great. Like I bought some Scotty Pippen insert cards because i thought i'll take a flyer on some of these maybe they're worth something they were not worth that much but as long as you know what you're doing and you have knowledge in the space you're going to come out with more wins than losses and 
that's what I'm learning more and more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it, and if those losses are just, you know, a dollar, then exactly. th- that's pretty easy to move on from. It, it doesn't yeah. completely destroy your collection at all. No. Cause I had like two of the home runs that I would say, which was like a $15 card and like a $20 card. Those home runs wipe out so many of the failures and yep. they're going to more than account for any of the failures that I made on the rest of the stuff, the stuff that takes a while to move all that. I do have one regret though. I last night I went through a wormhole on uh, YouTube. Uh, I actually don't even know how this started, but I got to thinking about Yu-Gi-Oh, which I haven't played in like a really long time, but I played it when I was a kid in like, I was watching all these videos of like all these old pack openings and stuff. He had a whole table of old Yu-Gi-Oh like booster boxes that like really and, and like he had cards and he had booster boxes. And man, I wish I would have at least asked how much this stuff was because and he wanted to sell the whole table together. So I don't know if I could have afforded it, but I would have I wish I would have at least asked because. I, I started looking at it last night and I've never understood how people felt about Pokemon cards, like about how people like these Pokemon cards are like, this is cool, like artwork and like, so like nostalgic and like all that because yeah. I never played, but like Yu-Gi-Oh is much less popular of a brand, but I like was looking at these cards last night and I was like, man, like, wouldn't it be cool to get some of those? Like the ones that I had as a kid and I either traded away or like, or just, beat beyond belief (laughs) i mean like you spilled a soda on some of these like one that some of them like so there was a soda spill one time you know things like that you just get a nicer one that'd be awesome but yeah i do regret not asking about those yeah yeah that's that's very interesting because you just yeah you never know what's in there like i yeah in all honesty i don't think i would ask about it just because i don't know anything about it but I do wish I was more educated on that kind of stuff in Pokemon, especially because I go to so many shows. Like you just never know what you're going to find. So I wish I was, especially the thing that I think should be one of my goals for 2022. I need to be more educated on soccer. Yeah. So do I learn more about that because it seems like there is such a healthy market and and F1, because I actually, I actually find... watch a ton of I watch. Did you watch last weekend's race? I don't know if you watch. I I started watching like a little bit, but like I did not watch last weekend's race. Oh, OK. Last weekend's race was wild. F, I feel Sorry. Like I I, get... I... Yeah. So F, I feel like I could get educated on that. Because I do like enjoy the sport. Like soccer, I don't really watch that. So that might be tougher for me. I don't think you don't really watch soccer, do you? No. I've watched like some college soccer recently, like past couple weeks, but I have no interest in watching soccer on TV or unless I'm like attached to a college team. Like, I don't know, it just doesn't have very much appeal to me. Yeah. F1 has a lot of appeal to me. F1's very fun to watch. I, I don't know why I enjoy it so much. Uh, it's actually, because I've always hated on NASCAR, but I don't know. Yeah. Speaking of F1, I got murdered on an F1 auction because I know nothing about the cards. 
Like, did you all. buy something you shouldn't have bought? Wait, you you no. never told me you bought F one cards. No, I I didn't buy it. I got outbid. But it was just kind of funny to me because so basically there was just like random guy I'd never heard of, right? See. But it was it was in the only alt auction. Uh, on Thursday night. Okay. And I, you know how like only alt puts like the value of the card. Yeah, the alt the value. Thing? Like yeah, like their value, which like sometimes is accurate, sometimes it's like way off. Yeah. Um. So this one of one dynasty patch auto was a PS like nine, I think. Excuse yeah, me. A, and but it was like some like not popular like driver at all or anything. I really want to know who this is now. This is gonna bother me now. I want to know who it is. Um. I mean, I could maybe find it, but anyways, so I was looking at it and the alt value was $300. That's insane. That's a so steal. I, was, I don't, I don't care who what? it is. Yeah. So that's what, that's my logic, right? Is I didn't care who it was. A one of one dynasty F1 card is going to be worth more than $300. So I looked up comps on eBay and the out of five, had just gone for like, I think it was like $700 or something. So I was like, okay, I'm going to bid $200 over this alt value and, and I'm going to win it, you know? And like, I feel pretty good about it because like, you know, 1500, two grand, like I feel like I could do really well. That card ended up going for like six grand. I'm not surprised. I'm like, dynasty. I, I wasn't either. For yeah. those of you who uh, are listening to the pod and one are uh, shame on you saying shame on us for uh, talking F1 uh, and uh, two don't know the F1 market uh, very well. Dynasty F1 cards go for insane money. Like you, you probably hear about and people probably show you these tops Chrome F1 cards. These dynasty F1 cards are nuts. Thousands upon thousands for any decent player or decent driver. Yeah, it's, it is a very, very, I mean, even looking at the, so even looking at the market right now, like a George Russell, like just normal dynasty did like two looks maybe. like, wait, is that those could be expensive. Oh, wow. Those could be like 2k or something. Yeah, they, I, I'm seeing, a man, these sales are just crazy crazy a I, george russell one of one dynasty just did sixteen thousand. yeah i'm not surprised it, is it like verse stappen yeah max for that yeah that's you had his right. his dynasty out of five went for sixteen thousand. you know card wife. collector two just picked up one of those i wonder if it's the, i don't know how he got his but he just picked up one of those he got the uh hamilton right no he got a verstappen Oh, he got a Hamilton too. That oh, whoa. He just picked that up too. Yeah, he got a big one. Anyways, yeah, this that's nuts. Yeah, it's a very interesting uh market. But I, yeah, I, anyways, I think there's uh, there's oh, a lot ahead. to learn. A lot to be learned there. I, I definitely have learned more about that because it's more interesting to me than soccer. And but I think soccer is the better one to learn. And I guess if we're going to go back to like, well, cause there's a lot more players, there's a lot more moving pieces. It's a lot harder to yeah. actually know what's going on. And that's where you can get the arbitrage and like good deals. Right. Cause that if, 
F1, there are 20 drivers in F1. Like, it's not that hard to learn 20 drivers. It's not that hard to learn which teams are good. It's, it's easy. It's done. Soccer is a lot of leagues, a lot of teams, a lot of players. It's easy for something yeah. that's worth a lot to just not be known by a dealer who doesn't know soccer. That's why I was thinking about Yu-Gi-Oh! over Pokemon. Like, pe- more people know Pokemon. And, like, mm-hmm. you're just catching up to the pack. But, like, for something like Yu-Gi-Oh!, if you see it at shows and you know your stuff, you could make a killing just because not many people know that market. Soccer is kind of, I guess, you know, more people obviously know soccer, but it's that idea that it's so big and it's so hard to know everything that if you took the time to really get in the weeds, you'd have a huge advantage looking for good deals. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think it's going to be, I think one of the ways that I'm trying to like learn about it is through, and like this is kind of our next topic, is through like the PWCC auctions. Like my watch list is massive. And like, I'm not even interested in like 90% of the stuff. Wait, so, you like, can make a watch list? For. You can make a watch list on PWCC? Yeah, you can like, uh, I mean, I don't know if it's called a watch list, but you can like star items. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, favorites. You can favorite items. Oh, okay. I usually just uh, put a bid in on like the first day that like will 100% be beaten. Uh, which oh, is, I yeah. guess, uh, not the smartest way to, to do this, but that's how I've historically done it. I could end up with a bunch of junk for like yeah. 10 bucks, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, uh, yeah. My, my watch list is just huge with like all this different stuff and just to see what it goes for. It's going to be, um, that auction is just always interesting to me because it seems like a lot of stuff. Like, for instance, this Brady 2012 silver, he has, is it already at 23,000 with seven days left. 23,000 for the PSA 10 2012 silver. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, seven days left too. Like that is just I, crazy. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not going to lie to you. I'm shocked by how much good stuff's on PWCC. I thought that once they got off eBay, it would, that the, I did not think they would have this much good stuff coming through their doors, but they have a ton yep. of good stuff. And it, that's yeah. what's so fun. I mean, cause eBay is kind of dried up a little bit and PWCC somehow, some way still has a ton of good stuff. I'm very interested in uh, the PWCC auctions. I think I've submitted like low ball bids on like 60 things, which is apparently the fool's way to uh, do the favorites. Yeah, that's, it's going to be an interesting auction. I think, I don't, have we talked about extended bidding? Yes, we definitely have. We talked, we had a whole episode about this. Yeah. Not an extended bidding fan, but we will not get into that because we've talked about that before, but I can't stand it. It it takes way too long for me. Yeah. um, I'm already thinking about this because I got work to be doing here. And, right. uh, and, and I was thinking about this is I, I, I've got some, got some exams and I was thinking, you know, I got work to right. take care of here and I can't be just, I would like to just be able to be done and not have to sit around for like an hour and be like, okay, we got to clear that hour out of the evening. Uh, yep. uh, we got, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but. Yep. That's, that's pretty much like the one point that I, I don't like about it is it just takes forever. I don't have the attention span or the time for it. But um, I know a lot of people like it, so it is what it is. But 
Um, specifically with PWCC, it seems like there's a lot of really like beat vintage cards that we were talking about that just have the authentic or like even like PSA one like grades. And that's very intriguing to uh, for all the listeners. Like that's very intriguing for both of us and probably a lot of the listeners because not everybody, you know, can afford that 1933 Babe Ruth PSA six or whatever. But if you want yeah. the card in your collection, like for me, uh, for instance, for me, I really wanted a Wilt rookie. However, a PSA five is like eight to $10,000, which is like not what, like I want the Wilt rookie, but like I don't want to spend that much and I can't afford to spend that much. But my logic was, hey, if I get an authentic or a PSA one, at least I own the card and I have the card. And uh, that's kind of what you were talking about, too, uh, even as viewing it as more of like a placeholder. Yeah. For me, uh, some of you may know what I'm interested in. Others may not. I'm just not going to say the specific card because uh, I would <laughs> like to win it uh, without uh, with minimal competition, if that's OK. But uh, I was looking at some vintage cards similar era to that. Well, and just you know, looking around for ones, maybe one could have potentially been in the budget, but really was like, I don't know, just not that satisfied with like a lot of the ones, like they didn't look that good. Like I have a 1954 tops, Hank Aaron, PSA four. And like, is it the nicest four? No, it's definitely not the nicest four, but it still looks pretty darn good. Like it has nice color and the corners. Yes. They're a little rounded on those corners, but you know, it's a nice looking card and I was thinking I want to get to like a PSA three of this card that I want because the threes, they start to look pretty respectable, but the three is out of my range, like by a lot. And, you know, Matt was like, look at this authentic. And I was like, oh, and it, you know, is it, it is, it is uh, not pretty. It is uh, not looking too hot, but it is still the card and it would be a nice way to get it in the collection and kind of hold down the fort until I can get the rest of the money to buy a bigger copy. You know, you're not going to, it's not, you don't have to stress your budget. You don't have to sell a ton of stuff. You don't necessarily want to, you can just wait until a better time. And you're in the market kind of, if you're in it for more of the investing standpoint, it's, is it in the nicest vehicle to invest in? No, but it's pretty darn cool to own the card. And with vintage, I think a lot of it is, there's a lot of value in just owning the card. Plus we always, we were talking about yeah. It's cool, like the, uh, oh, nuts, what's the right word? The provenance, I don't know, or like the uh, the lore of like a card that's like that beat up. Like that card was definitely well-loved by some kid in that time period. Like pen, pinholes, being folded in half, uh, perhaps, uh, you know, things like that. Like those are kind of cool mm-hmm. to think about. That's kind of part of the fun of vintage, like before people started like protecting this stuff like crazy. Yeah, I, I really like some of the beat up stuff because like, to me, it's like, like that's history. Like I, just to me, like my PSA five Jordan Fleer, like, I don't know, like to me, like that's almost like, I know it's not more valuable, but like it's almost like cooler to own than like a perfect like 10 would be like like if i could afford a jordan fleer 10 that would not be the card i buy like i don't think it's like 
I don't know. Like, I just, it's like a vintage card, but like, it has no history. Like, it's like, it's like perfect. Like, it almost looks fake. Like, yeah, it does look almost fake. I agree with you. I don't see. I'm torn on that. I'm torn on that because, on one hand, I agree with you with the it kind of looks fake. And I also agree with you on that. There are so many things I'd rather spend my money on at that price point. But then again, if I had, the, if I had that kind of money, and I could buy a PSA nine Hank Aaron 1954 tops rookie, man, I that would be so awesome to me. Like, I don't know, that is very appealing yeah. to me. Like a PSA hmm. nine Hank Aaron or something. I don't know what those yeah. are. Maybe in the low hundreds, probably a little below, maybe a Jordan 10. But like, yeah. I know there are. You know, there's a PSA, two PSA 10 of, 10s of that card, one of which is owned by Nat Turner from 1954 tops. That's insane. Yeah. It doesn't look That's real. Insane. Like you, like That's you crazy. said. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's super cool. PSA, nine, like, I, PSA 9 is 517,000 on the Hank Aaron. But yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I can't afford it. So it doesn't like really matter, but like to me, like I'm pretty content with like the ones that I have, like that are like kind of beat and like have a little history. And like, you can tell that, you know, maybe a kid like did a throwing contest with cards and like won it or something, you know, like, it, I don't know. It's cool to me, like to have a card like that. I agree. Did you ever play games like that when you were a kid? I did. I don't know if you did. Yeah, I definitely did. Where you'd For like sure. throw the cards on the ground. You'd have like a, we used to have like a little piece of paper that was like the jackpot. And then you won all the cards that were on the ground. And if you threw your card and it landed on another card, you took the card that was under it. Oh, that's pretty fun. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember doing games like similar to that. Just to, I mean, that's just, that's kind of how you get cards when you're a kid. Cause like you don't it have was the money. How so you I just got have to like win up. I, I accumulated yeah. a bunch of hockey cards, though, and the hockey cards in my eyes were inferior cards because I wanted baseball cards. And I was getting these people are throwing these stupid hockey cards. One of my friends once bought a <laughs> box set of Topps baseball cards just to have ammunition to play the game. That's and awesome. The, the jersey cards were overpowered because, because they weighed so much. It was an easy throw, but you were really risking yeah. it if you were going to throw your jersey card on the line there like that. I miss like the fascination of being a kid in Jersey cards. Like that was just like getting a $2 Jersey card. I remember I used to go to my LCS and they had a box of Titus young. <laughs> um, I don't know if you know who that is. Massive lions bust. Um, they had a box of his Jersey cards that were $2 a piece or three for five. And we thought we were robbing the place. Like getting jersey cards for that cheap. Like we we just thought we were getting the deal of a life. Like every time we'd go in there, we'd bring a five dollar bill. I probably had like 20 Titus Young jersey cards. That's actually pretty hilarious. Yeah, like jersey cards were amazing. They were amazing. Like that, yeah. Is it yeah, that's just man, crazy how times change. I know, I know. I miss the I miss the jersey card. Uh, be feeling like that about the jersey cards. They were amazing. Uh, they still are pretty cool, but I know what you mean. It's not. It's not the same as the as like that. Like you wouldn't feel like that if you saw the box of the Titus Young. 
jerseys. Yeah. Yeah. I remember getting my first jersey card out of a pack of baseball cards, like from the grocery store. And I was like going wild. I was like, and it was like some, it was like a mediocre, like role player quality, like average starter in in baseball. And I was like, oh my gosh. As if I just won the lottery. Yeah. Well, but we're, but that's kind of, I guess, goes to the, the fun of like the, the PSA authentic. I, I, it's kind of brings back, well, I guess like memories of like times of like when people treated their cards, you know, like they just kind of played around with them and like, it was more, I don't know, innocent. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, and it's just like to actually own the card is still cool. Even if you yeah. can't afford, you know, that PSA nine or eight or even five or six for some of these cards. Oh yeah. That's huge. Like that's the only way if I ever want to try to get like a, a man or rookie, which I don't know if I'll ever try to do. But it would need to be that. And like, yeah, even that, like, I'm all for that because it is fun to just get cards in the collection. You want to? Right. Yeah. You, you want to talk uh, a little Zion? Yeah. Hopefully the listeners have seen it. If you haven't, you just got to like look it up on Twitter. Or Maybe like we need to post Google it on the IG, Matt. Maybe we need to post yeah. it. We'll post a picture of it on the IG. Maybe when we announce that this episode's live. If we yeah, can remember which, to do that. Before we get into this, whole, okay, so Zion was wearing a red, like, sweatsuit type thing. And that dude is not light. He, I would go as far to say that he is very heavy. He, <laughs> he, he, he's a big boy. Um, also, though, like a little side note, I feel like in all the pictures that I've seen, his fashion sense is terrible. Like, I don't, but that's like a whole different thing. But like, I don't know who's giving him these outfits because they are Who not. Who gave him the red job. sweatsuit? It's probably a Jordan brand sweatsuit since he's a Jordan brand athlete, right? Yeah, it's got like, it's bad. Or do you see his, what was it like a anime, like whole outfit or something? I have not seen that. I saw, I just saw the red sweatsuit recently. Oh, really? Yeah, because he had, like, a whole anime-type uh, what fit, and it was rough. Like, it was – yeah, it, it was not good. Zion, I don't know. I mean, Zion, uh, I understand he's had the foot injury, but, like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's the talk of the town now in the hobby. Everyone's, like, looking for the latest Zion Williamson – so he's not doing himself any favors with the clothing either. Like the sweatsuit is not a flattering garment. Like it doesn't no. slim you. And it's not like it was black or something. That's like a like quote unquote, like slimming color. It was just like this voluminous yeah. red sweatsuit. <laughs> he's getting ready to be, he's getting ready to be the mall Santa. Yeah. I've seen a he lot of the memes hat. About, uh, I've seen a lot of memes about him recently like have you seen the one where it's like zion williamson and then in parentheses it's like thanksgiving out four to six weeks <laughs> that's kind of funny like yeah there, there was a couple of good ones but i like truly though like i hope that like he's not like completely just like overeating and stuff because like that's not really good for like your mental health either like no. I, I really 
Like, I'm definitely rooting for him. I feel like some people... Oh, I am too. I want him to be good. I want to see him play and look absolutely dominant. I really want to. Yeah, same. And I own, like, two cards of his. Like, financially, like, him being amazing, like, does not really benefit me that much. But, like, I just want to see him, like, actually live up to potential. Because when he plays, even in the NBA so far, when he's played, he's been unreal. His efficiency is through the roof. But, I mean, obviously, like, consistency and being on the court is, like, how you generate those stats. And you have to get out on the court eventually. He's so – he was so good. I I really would like to see him get back, like you said. But, yeah, it's too many many cheeseburgers. I don't know what I'm trying to – too many beignets, I heard someone say. uh, The New Orleans – the New Orleans uh, variation. (laughs) Yeah, whatever food New Orleans has down there, that's like a top three like vacation destination for me eventually. Really? I really want to go there. I'm not but, gonna um, lie, it does not yeah, have enormous appeal to me. I, I won't lie to you. Yeah. I don't I don't know why. Honestly. Like I always just wanted to be in like downtown New Orleans. But yeah, I don't know. It that's I've just always wanted to vacation there, but yeah. well, don't Maybe go there. in uh the fall. Don't go in the hurricane times, and uh, you're you're good to no. go. Yeah, I'd love to watch Zion play eventually. Maybe that would be back. awesome. It would be he would be fun, just fun to watch. Yeah, I want to. I haven't. You know, I've never been to an NBA game. Oh, really? Yeah, I might go to my first one like in the spring. I might go with some friends to a Bucks game, or uh, that would be trying trying to plan that. That would be very cool to see uh, Giannis play. Yeah. Be, I, I've seen him play once because uh, one of my, like, best friends from high school is a fan of all the uh, Wisconsin teams. So we went to see Pistons versus Bucks, and he is just – it's it's insane. Like, he – yeah, he is so good. I, I really want to see him in person. But, you know – who knows? Maybe Zion will be back. Get to see Giannis and Zion if he uh, yeah. gets himself. I like you said. We're rooting for him here at uh, the Icebox Podcast. Uh, we're pulling for you, Zion. Uh, we know you're listening, so <laughs> yeah. we are we are rooting for you. Yeah, yeah. When this gets to Zion, probably like tomorrow or something. Like, yeah, go you. You know, go Zion. Yeah, like, we we're didn't, rooting for you. I didn't mean it about the beignets. You can, <laughs> uh, if you you are welcome to send any my way though, because that does sound delicious. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. All right. Well, yeah. Anything well, else you want to touch touch on that, or we gonna wrap it so. here? I think we're gonna wrap it up, and we'll be back next week. Um, yeah, probably pretty early Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, somewhere in that range for Legend episode ten. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening and uh, uh, yeah, next week.